come to you with a message this morning that is deliberately short, <laughs> but deliberately focused. So let's pray before we get into this morning's message. Father God, as we come before you today, we just pray that you meet us right where we are. You know where each and every heart is in this room. Father, you promised to meet us. No matter what we're struggling with, no matter what we're dealing with this Christmas season, Father, come and meet us. We invite you in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jen, for reading this morning. We're going to focus in on verse 10 and 11 out of that scripture that she read from, from Luke 2. Before we get there, a story. There was a store, carpet store, on a little main street like our little main street here in Ellsworth. Older gentlemen run that carpet store. Many days you'd find him in that carpet store standing behind the counter waiting for a customer to come in. And one such day, young gentlemen come in. The older gentleman behind the counter said, is there something I can help you find? He said, no, I'm just in here browsing for a Christmas present for my wife. He said, well, have fun looking at all the different carpets. He had many different carpets that had many different patterns on them. He said, take your time and look around, and if you have any questions, come back up and, and ask me, and I'll be more than willing to help you. So the gentleman was gone for 15 or 20 minutes looking through the store, and then he come back up front. The gentleman behind the counter said, do you have any questions? Was there anything that I could help you with? Now that I've got your attention, I'll finish that story at the end. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas season. We're preaching a sermon series called Come and Behold. Come and Behold Him. My message this morning is entitled Staples Stink. It's kind of an odd title for a sermon message, isn't it? Staples stink, but you know there's only 46% of people in the United States today that believe Christmas or acknowledge that Christmas or see Christmas as a religious holiday. Christmas has been overtaken by the commercial aspect that so many of us give it. And even the commercial aspect, those people that think of Christmas as a time to get together with family, they want to have the perfect Christmas. Don't we all want to have the perfect Christmas? What would that be? Picture that in your mind for a moment. 
We just had our granddaughters for a couple of days. You think, Christmas cookies in the oven. Lights on the tree. Packages being wrapped. Time spent laughing and sharing. The perfect Christmas meal where nothing is, gets overcooked, where the turkey isn't dry. Where everybody in the family's gathered and they're all getting along. <laughs> the perfect Christmas. It doesn't turn out that way very often, does it? But we all have dreams and aspirations of that perfect Christmas. Verse 10 of our scripture this morning reads like this. And the angel said to them, fear not. Speaking to the shepherds that were in the field. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news. What was that good news? And it's followed up by verse 11. For unto, you this, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The question we have to ask ourselves, is this good news for me? Is this good news for you? That God stepped down from heaven into our world on this day. To be truthful, we don't know what day that was. What's today? December 4th, right? 2022. Our Gregorian calendar dates this as 2022. It was Emperor Constantine in the 3rd century, around 320 A.D., that established the date of December 25th to be the day that we would recognize the coming of our Savior, the birth of Jesus Christ. And they did that in direct correlation because in those days there was a pagan holiday that was celebrated for a week just before that. They worshipped the god Saturn. And they had a pagan holiday for five days. Think of it as spring break on steroids is what went on during this pagan holiday. Emperor Constantine said, the church asked, can we have a holiday where we signify the birth of the Lord Jesus. 
So they started celebrating. They put it on the calendar. It's December 25th. And it was at that time where the calendar that we go by nowadays was split into two, where time was separated. B.C., before Christ, and A.D., Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Brothers and sisters, there's something to realize that something happened so significant that time was split, that they recognized there was a difference. Before Jesus was here, and after he had come. For unto you is born this day, this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This day, brothers and sisters, this day, is this the day? Is this the day that you start believing? Is this the day that you start following? Is this the day that you give your whole heart to a Savior that came to this earth? And is this day the day you hear the good news, the good news that the baby has been born and that God has come to the earth? And that Jesus, our Savior, a baby that grows, that lives, that sets an example for us, that is tempted in every way, but never gives in, that lives a perfect life, will ultimately give a gift. See, God gave us a gift in his Son, and the Son gave us a gift, and he gave up his life. He lay it down. Nobody took it from me. He laid it down, a gift for you and for me. He died on a cross, and he was buried in a tomb. Three days he was raised from the dead. Is today the day? Is this the day that you will believe, that you will follow, and that you will give your heart? And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Good news. We've established what that good news is. It is the birth of Jesus, our Savior, coming into this world. Of great joy. Does this bring joy to your life? Does this news of a baby coming into the world who will ultimately die on a cross, defeat death, be raised again, and sitting at the right hand of the Father, is this good news that brings great joy to you? The baby Jesus came to a stable. Most likely... That very day, 
housed animals. Most likely, at that present time, had animals. Goats and sheep and donkeys. You know what comes along with animals? Poo! Poo. <laughs> Urine and dung, animal bedding and animal feed that brings in rats and mice. God sent his son to a stable. Not the cleanest spot to have a baby. When we think about how clean things have to be, where we have children today. But that's where God decided to send his son into this world. You know, God still sends his son by way of the Holy Spirit into dark, dirty, stinky places. Stable stink, just like the heart of a fallen man. See, the hearts of a fallen man, the hearts of an unsaved person, is unsatisfied. We try every which way to fill our hearts, and it's usually with dark dirty, stinky things. Greed, lust, pride, money, sex, position, power, status. We search for the next thing that will bring us pleasure instead of joy. One more drink, one more smoke, one more pill. The heart of a fallen man is dark. God with his son Jesus Christ desires to bring light into that darkness. God wants to come into the stable that is your heart to clean it up. Will you look on the son and believe? Believe in him this Christmas season. Or is it just another good story? Just another fairy tale. Is it something that brings joy, true joy, to your life? Or is it just another aspect of that perfect Christmas day? Will you look on the sun and believe in him this Christmas season? and find the great joy that is promised by the angels to the shepherds. Joy that once realized, and the only thing that can truly bring the peace that God desires you to have. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news. We know what good news is. It's Jesus Christ coming to this world. Of great 
joy. The joy that Jesus will come in and clean your heart. That will be for all people. That will be for all people. Is it for you? Is it for you today? Jesus was born in a stinky stable. He came with a plan and a purpose to a little town called Bethlehem. Bethlehem, which we know Pastor Scott has taught us, means the house of bread. Which not without coincidence, Jesus calls himself, I am the bread of life, in John 6. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall not thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, yet you do not believe that perfect Christmas. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven. I have come down from heaven. Not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given to me, but raise up on the last day. Jesus, our Savior, who defeated death. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son... Everyone who looks on this baby this Christmas season and believes. See, there's a part of that that we have to do. We have to believe. If we believe in something, it will call us to action. For this is the will of my Father that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life. And I will raise him up on that day, the last day. See, there's a couple imperatives there. And we're taught never to use imperatives. I always take the trash out. You never take the trash out. Both of those statements, in my case, is false. I don't always take the trash out. But I do sometimes, so you can't say I never take the trash out. But Jesus in this John 6 uses imperatives. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not, shall not hunger. And whoever believes in me shall never thirst. See, Jesus used imperatives because he knew he could back it up. And he knew that he could carry through with what he was saying because he trusted in the Father. Have you looked on the Son and believed this Christmas season? Will you give him a second glance if you haven't? Give him position in your life. 
Give him space in your heart to grow. This day is Jesus for you. The Savior. Pastor Scott, in his Advent practice this morning, talked about Micah 5. It says, But you, O Bethlehem, Ephratah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is ruler in Israel. Those coming forth is from the old, from ancient days. 700 years predicted before the baby was laid in the manger. We can be sure that God has a plan. Is Jesus Christ our Savior? Are you filling your heart with him this Christmas season? Are you finding joy? Filling your heart with the bread of life. Stable stink. Bread bakeries smell really good. <laughs> he came to bring you good news of great joy. That is for all people. It's for everyone. God is for everyone. It's up to you to choose to believe, to follow. Now back to the carpet store on Main Street. The older gentleman behind the counter, the young man, been looking around the store for a while, and he comes up to the front of the store, and the old, older gentleman that's running the store says, was there anything that you saw, or anything I can help you with, any questions that I can answer? The young man said, you have a lot of really, really nice Carpets with beautiful patterns on it. But there's one down there in the back of the store. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. The pattern doesn't make sense. The colors don't match. I'm wondering, what, what is that? The old guy chuckles a little bit. And he walks down back, he motions to him, he says, come with me. And they walk down back. Here's this carpet laying on top of the pile, and he's right. You can't figure out the colors. You can't figure out the pattern. The old store owner grabs the corner. Starts peeling it back. Finally, it flips completely over. And there's a beautiful picture of Joseph and Mary and the baby laying in the manger. See, he had been looking at the wrong side of the carpet. And he didn't realize it. Brothers and sisters, 
too many times, I believe we're looking at the wrong side of the carpet. We don't see what God has for us because we don't understand it. You're not following him. See, like that old store owner that flipped the carpet over. There's people all around us that need help to see the baby laying in a manger. And not just to see it, but to believe it. When we can't figure out life, when it doesn't make sense, our eyes are fixed on the wrong things. We're usually looking at the underside of the carpet and we don't realize it. Today, this day, the good news has been presented. That is for everyone. Is it for you? Will you come and behold the Savior? Will you look on the sun and believe? That may not be the first, but I wish you a Merry Christmas. Let's pray as we get ready to go into song. Father God, I just pray that this Christmas season you touch the hearts and minds of all those that are present. May we be as that old store owner, one that can reveal the true picture, the grace which you have given to us, the free gift that you have bestowed upon us. May, we, may it be realized and put into our hearts, put into practice. I pray this Christmas season. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.